Welcome to Third Angle, where you find us in the driving seat of an electric vehicle revolutionizing African transport. I'm your host, Paul Hames, from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. Imagine being a farmer in the Rwandan countryside and having to carry heavy produce over long distances to sell at market, or alternatively, paying for a small bike to transport it along dangerous hilly roads and hoping it arrives safely. Across the globe, 3.4 billion people lack access to motorized transport. A third of those people live in sub-Saharan Africa, and women and children are disproportionately affected, sometimes having to carry loads of 30 kilograms or more for over 10 kilometers to roadsides or markets. Ox Delivers is hoping to change that with their clean, affordable transport system for emerging markets. The Ox trucks are fully electric and designed to be durable and easy to drive in challenging conditions. Our producer, Helen, went to the headquarters of Ox Delivers in Leamington Spa in the UK to find out more about the company and how they design and optimize their Ox trucks. Hi, welcome to Ox Delivers. I'm Natalie Dowsett, a founder of Ox Delivers. Hi, I'm Christiana Hamilton. I'm one of the engineers on the Ox truck. So currently we're here in the workshop at Ox. This is where the magic happens, where we are working on our prototype vehicles. Um, we have been working on an electric truck that is purpose-built for emerging markets. So ensuring that people like potato farmers in places like Rwanda are able to get their potatoes to the market. This is changing lives because people are able to increase their incomes. So we have um, so many customers that have told us stories about how they struggled to transport their goods because they were only able to either carry them themselves or push them on a push bike, which instantly limits how much you can carry and how far. So having access to motorized transport, which they didn't previously have, means that they aren't restricted in the same ways. So the truck that we're looking at now here um, is our fully functional first ground up prototype called Ox2. Uh, so the truck itself is actually wrapped in our branding colours which is uh, a sort of mustard yellow and white and it's clear uh, on the side of the truck that we are aiming to drive positive zero emission impacts because it is 100% electric. Yeah, so it's an absolutely fantastic project to work on, an amazing vehicle, and the mission itself and what we're trying to do is really impactful and empowering. Uh, so if you'd like, we can uh, go for a drive in it now if you want. Some of the main sort of engineering principles that we've tried to follow as we've designed the truck is keeping everything as simple as possible. So if you look at the dashboard, 
you can see that it's it's not made out of really complex materials or any form of composite or plastic it's actually basic aluminium framing that is uh, easy to manufacture and cheap to manufacture but it still provides easy access to stuff like your uh, drive neutral reverse buttons all of your um, switch gear was specifically chosen so that it was easy to use and understand as well as having a an HMI system so a human machine interface that is effective ergonomically. Right now we're running a pilot operation in Rwanda. So we have four depots and 23 trucks I think and they service the local community with whatever their transport needs are. So moving, we've moved school furniture, we've moved potatoes, we've moved sugarcane, we've moved animal feed, we've served um, an awful lot of people moving an awful lot of things. Ox Delivers actually started as a, an idea from someone called Sir Tocco Norman. He was the, the man behind Polly Pocket, the British toy that was bought by Mattel and he earned his millions and then went into more philanthropic ventures. And one day he was contemplating why automakers don't build purpose-built vehicles for such a huge part of the global population, so emerging markets, that they are simply ignored in, in terms of their transport needs. And what that then looks like is that not fit-for-purpose vehicles end up in these markets and they're not able to be repaired or they are hugely polluting and very unreliable, which has created this big issue where we see over 3 billion people not have access to motorised transport. From there, he created a not-for-profit called the Global Vehicle Trust, which then commissioned Gordon Murray Design to design the first OX prototypes. They had the brief of being low-cost, um, all-terrain, high-carrying capacity, easy to repair in market, flat pack so they can be assembled in market, made four prototypes and got to the point of trying to sell this into the automotive industry as a concept. But it was very difficult at that point because it doesn't matter how cheap you make this vehicle, the end user can't afford to buy it. It didn't fit the traditional automotive model. So not being able to sell a vehicle didn't make it an attractive proposition. we very quickly realised was, of course, you can't sell a full vehicle, but being able to sell a space on a vehicle could be revolutionary in these markets where they can't afford a full vehicle or even to hire a full vehicle, but they just need to pay for what they need when they need it. So they pay per kilo per kilometre. All the information that we, or all the data that we're gathering from these routes as the trucks are operating can all inform us to optimise the trucks further. So optimise our future designs so that we know in certain conditions we need to apply potentially cooling earlier or we need to do different things so that the, the battery can last longer or that the, the performance can be improved. And there, There's so much information that we can generate through running the trucks but also then analyse and put into our design going forward that it's, it's a really unique thing to be able to do because we're maintaining ownership. 
Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the uh, senior prototype technicians for Ox Delivers. Rwanda, where we're operating at the moment, is, is quite a small country. The, the tricky issue of driving in Rwanda is the roads are not straight. You're either driving uphill, downhill, round a corner, or a combination of those. You'll never, you'll never actually get to a very high speed because the road conditions don't allow it. It's such an eclectic mix of road surface. You can go from what we would recognise in the UK as a well-maintained metalled road, like your motorway, but very, very quickly you can go around a corner, broken surface, straight onto a dirt road, lots of dust, loose gravel, potholes, and that can happen in the blink of an eye. So we've really had to focus on uh, creating a vehicle that can handle that transition without any problems. The suspension on this vehicle is um, being designed to be very strong and robust, very reactive to changing road conditions. In terms of power, electric vehicles on the whole have actually better power application than a, a petrol engine or a diesel engine because of the way an electric motor works. Uh, you can very quickly get a lot of power down to the wheels but it's also very controllable we don't have to worry about being in the right gear the the vehicle works that out for us and applies power how the driver needs it so we've we've always got a good backup of power when we're fully loaded going up hills we can we can use lots and lots of power we've also got very very good control systems that allow us to just creep along when the road surface is very loose and control how we put that power down on the ground which means that we can take this vehicle to we expect 95% of our our customers in some really really tricky trying conditions which are going to include the uh, the broken mud tracks but on top of that Rwanda's uh, weather is they have two seasons one that's dry and one that's wet uh, and when in the wet season you can you can be driving sunny day and very very quickly you're in torrential downpours the mud is flowing off the road you're, you're in very tricky driving conditions and this vehicle has been designed to handle that better than vehicles that are commercially available in country. Electric vehicles are absolutely the, the way forward. There's an abundance of renewable energy sources in country and they're a lot cleaner as well. So we believe that Africa shouldn't be trailing behind the developing world in green initiatives, but actually Africa is primed to lead the drive to green initiatives. I spent two months living out there last year. Um, the country is beautiful. I cannot really describe in words anything that would do it justice. Everywhere you go is idyllic. The the scenery is it's majestic. It's jungle. It's hills. Wildlife. It's phenomenal. I, I I would heartily recommend anyone to go there on holiday and just spend a couple of days driving around, and you'd never ever. Um, grow tired of looking out the window. We chose Rwanda as the place to start our pilot operation and to learn. Its government is very open to innovation and it just felt like a really great place to start, a really great place to learn. On top of that, it has a really challenging terrain. It has um, a very difficult rainy season. So where better than to um, learn and start than somewhere that would be particularly difficult to, to move goods. Bikes can take between one and 200 kilograms of 
any form of good. Our truck is aiming for two tonnes, so our truck can carry two tonnes, which is about ten times the amount a bike can carry. So realistically, and that's max about a bike can carry, so it's either ten to twenty times more, so substantially more. And in terms of, of distance, on average travel around 200 um, kilometres per day, but we can go up to 400 kilometres uh, as well, and we often see trucks doing that when we have a lot of customers we need to, we need to get to. Electric vehicles are inherently cheaper to maintain, so a lot of that comes down to the part count and the amount of complexity within within those parts. So a, a diesel engine, if you think about it, it's all mechanical. There's lots of things that can fail physically and go wrong. However, for an EV, those are so limited in terms of how many you have. So there's a lot less to physically go wrong. Like a, a diesel engine has a lot more mechanical failure over a battery, which has a lot less likely to go into any form of failure than a diesel vehicle as well. In my last trip to Rwanda, I met a banana trader in one of the rural markets. She would have to travel to another rural market to buy her stock. And then to get home, because it was too far for her to walk with her stock, she would have to hitch a ride, essentially, um, on a passing bus or a passing cement lorry. Um, so she would have to wait at the side of the road to do that, and that could take up to three days. So in that time, she is sleeping by the side of the road with her with her stock, and she has to stay with her stock so it doesn't get stolen. Um, she is pretty unsafe at at the side of the road for up to three days, but also she's not she's she's not earning any income in that time because her market store was empty, um, so that is wasted productive time. Now she uses our our service. And so she is able, she's now able to, one, not have to sleep by the side of the road, which is, of course, very important to keep someone safe. But also she's able, she's been able to increase her incomes because she's not taking the time out to travel to the rural market. We can just go and pick up the, the stock for her. But also she is able to diversify her stock. So she wasn't limited by how much she could carry on, on a passing truck or bus and also not limited to which market she went to so she's been able to diversify and increase her incomes whilst also staying safe and sleeping at home. That was Natalie Dowsett and Christiana Hamilton from Ox Delivers. Now the team there is constantly improving the design of their trucks using feedback from the team in Rwanda. One of the tools to help them do this is PTC's cloud-based computer-aided design platform, Onshape. It's time to meet our expert, John Hirschdick, who can tell us more. Now, John, I find the Ox Delivers story inspiring. Not only are they delivering a sustainable vehicle, they're also delivering economic sustainability by making it affordable and accessible to the people on the ground in these emerging economies. You know, that's right. And they refer to it as Uber for potatoes. You know, of course, in other crops as well. And I recently spoke to both Natalie and Christiana, and they told me their fascinating story about how the trucks 
bodies simply bolt on and off using sheet material. So if a branch or a tree causes damage, I believe they simply um, cut out or uninstall the old panel and bolt on a new one. It's kind of a flat pack approach to delivery trucks. Right. So getting the design right is key to Ox Delivers when the product is working in such a harsh terrain. They've moved to OneShape, PTC's cloud-native product development platform, as it delivers a more agile and collaborative experience with CAD. Now, John, we've discussed this on previous episodes, but can you explain to our listeners what the advantages are to moving to the cloud and how they've benefited Ox Delivers? Well, OnShape is the first and only cloud-native product development platform that has pro-grade CAD and next-generation PDM, product data management. What we do is we power companies to use an agile design process, which is where every company wants to be today, or or many companies that we we talk to. They want to be more agile. They want to lower costs, and uh, Onshape delivers that. It's super important, especially to startup companies. They don't want the cost of servers and special hardware. They don't want the hassles of installing software and maintaining it and getting everyone on the same version of software. And who's everyone anyway? You know, in a team like that, you're bringing people on and off the team. They don't want the hassles of locking files and worrying about where the latest version of data is. So Onshape, it's easy to access. It's easy to navigate. It's easy to manage changes through PDM. And we've got extremely powerful CAD. So the engineers at Ox, they all have different capabilities. Not all of them were confident with CAD, but Onshape was easy to work with for the whole team, whether they they knew a lot about CAD, knew a lot about PDM, or knew nothing about either, they were able to get up to speed. Onshape also has enabled them to use, like thousands of other companies, real-time collaboration. Multiple people from Ox Delivers can not only look at, they can work on the same design simultaneously, whether it's internal people, external people, whatever stakeholder you have. For instance, at Ox, Onshape allowed Christiana and her team to work a lot faster because they weren't constrained to locking files using checkout processes. Believe it or not, you know, with old generation legacy file-based CAD and PDF, you have to lock files and check them out. That means while one person's working on it, other people cannot be. And so that's a problem with the old days. In Onshape, everyone can work out at the same time. They can split things easily, but still be able to see everything in the context of what each other are doing without shutting anybody out from contributing. Huge thanks to John and to Natalie and Christiana for showing us around the Ox Delivers facility and for letting us take a short ride in an Ox truck. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Sound design, editing, and recording by Clarissa Maycock. And music by Rowan Bishop. <laughs>